Here we are, another episode of Never Going Home, my podcast. My name's Fuzz. Um, you can check out the podcast. This is obviously live on Facebook right now. But you can check out the podcast on all the normal places where you'd find podcasts, like RSS feeds. I use an app called Podcast Addict. Check it out on iTunes um, and also on YouTube. So <clears throat> i got a guest with me today, Jake, who is uh, in the punk rock scene and also a zoo archaeologist. Archaeologist, <laughs> zoo archaeologist, yeah, zoo archaeologists. So, um, loads of really cool, and interesting stuff to talk about today. Uh, just but before we sort of uh, jump into today's episode, I just wanted to give everyone a little bit of an update on the Habits and Mindsets project, which is my latest do- uh, photography documentary project, which is going to be launching in Cardiff on the sixteenth of November. It's a collaboration with Heads Above the Waves, which or who are rather they are a social not-for-profit organization that helps people with mental health uh signposting people to coping mechanisms and making a big difference for a lot of people who are not having a great time so it's in collaboration with them the opening night is on the 16th in the castle emporium in cardiff uh hoping to have an opening night with a couple of bands playing and maybe some uh maybe some talkers some people giving a few talks about things. So if you like art, punk rock music, and want to help out a really cool, uh, a really cool organization that helps people with mental health, then put it in your calendar. That's the 16th of November in Cardiff and Castle Emporium. It'll probably be quite an early show. Um, so yeah, that should be awesome. Right. So we're just going to jump straight into it. I've hit my back so i might be making some old man noises throughout the podcast i played ice hockey on monday for like three hours and i felt fine until i woke up so here he is the man himself mr mr jacob griffiths <laughs> hello um so you're a are you comfortable first of all uh yeah very lovely seat. nice yeah um i don't know if well basically a little information for everyone we've actually been today when we set up the podcast uh we had a few technical issues so we've actually been here a little longer than would be cool (laughs) but we're all set up and ready to go um so jake i met you a while ago when you were in a, a music project that you're no longer in um so we got loads of cool stuff we could talk about for example i guess people would probably think, what the hell is a zoo archaeologist? <laughs> All right. I um, think it would be like people, like Indiana Jones type people, digging up old zoos. That is that'd be sick. really yeah, I'd love to do that. Stupid. Uh, so essentially, well, I'm a zoo archaeologist in training. It's more essentially what I'm doing is... No. Uh, yeah, well, main, mainly just sitting in a tent and getting drunk for a, <laughs> for a long periods over the summer. Uh, but uh, no, mostly what being a zoo archaeologist is, is is kind of like the interest between the relationship between humans and animals and how it's changed over time and from what we can see in like the earliest human civilizations and how they interacted. Yeah. Um, and basically, I just sit in the lab all day and look at human rema- uh, human and animal remains. Human remains. Human remains. I have done. Um, Sounds quite grim. It it is. You, yeah, you realise how bad health was in the the past. So it's a mir- like yeah. This yeah. is probably <laughs> the best time ever to be oh, alive. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So, d- what sort of 
can you tell by bones and stuff then like what people died from yeah yeah um so i was working on i can't obviously i i, so I was working on some remain uh, human remains from uh anglesey from the medieval period and i mean like we could d- d- like tell that when we worked on one lady who was probably died around and she was like 30 over 30 like 35 years old and like by that time like her teeth had been like completely worn down to like uh the roots um and she had like a like a an os- it's like an osteoblast like bone tumor like on her forehead um and so we could start to see like maybe you know she probably died of poor health that one but they we had like, others that we no, had whoa, whoa, so what, whoa so many questions <laughs> like what is the, t- the teeth yeah, so little stubs. So it's interesting like when you look at diet because uh, loads of Haribo. Ah, uh, well, bread really. That's the crazy thing is, is how we ground bread for ages was just simply throwing this grain on to a rock and just mashing it in with another rock, and then basically people would be consuming large amounts of sugar and not being able to brush the teeth, and also basically a load sugar, of gravel. What, the sugar from, like, from and processed. Yeah. yeah, so you can, you know, it's got so much sugar in it, and then also like the the technique itself. Um, Ward had like made you basically eat gravel bread. Oh so, shit! And this was this was year like this was hundreds of years. Of Literally eating before. gravel. Yeah, yeah. Like it's crazy. You look from when people first like hunter gatherers. People didn't use bread there. Mm. Ate a lot of fish and their teeth. I mean, they, you know, they weren't as good as now, but like they weren't as bad. And you see, you flip to the Neolithic pe- period. People start farming. People start using grain, and their teeth just go bam, like right down. You get into the age of like your thirties. You have no teeth. Do you there. think that would have a knock-on effect for um, in general, like? Because if you can't eat properly, they didn't have like smoothies and stuff. So like, yeah. if they couldn't eat, they would probably like yeah. get undernourished and stuff as well. So the, that was that's quite it's quite interesting. That so we would they're kind of discussing this um, in well, someone when we were uh, when I was doing the MSc. This kind of like we had like a discussion kind of group with it. What does, that, what does that stand for? I always, I got look, yeah. So it's Master of Science instead of a Master of Arts kind of thing. Okay. Um, um, and so basically the teeth the, it would kind of hurt because when people you get a lot of um, caries build up and like teeth would often bloom inside out and they become hollow um, but a lot of the time this wearing kind of look it, it takes time it's like erosion like sand onto a rock mm. so yeah big chips would hurt but over time it basically just wear down slowly so people just get used to having like kind of shiny no teeth kind of thing and yeah it's gross you see the human body kind of like forces the the teeth further out of the body to try and make up for the lack of teeth so you ended up just eating on your roots and it's gross yeah it's manky yeah pretty uh punk rock i guess (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean and so a zoo archaeologist looks at yeah so i do more animal animal, remains is it is it the link between animals and humans yeah so um I look, so I'm interested more in looking at the animal remains that we have associated with human sites or with human, with humans in general. So, um, yeah, so we have osteologists who specialize in human remains and then zooarchaeologists specialize in animal remains. And we look for information on the bones, for example, like certain cut marks um, and even a more microscopic level to try and say, identify like what was the relationship between at the, at this kind of species of animal and animals, animals in general with humans. Um, how it's how it's changed over time. Do you know much like about that. wolves and our like? I know a lot about foxes, but yeah. <laughs> I, no, anyone who's watching, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you know a lot about. Foxes, <laughs> just, tell everyone about foxes. <laughs> foxes are like this weird. First of all, I'm just gonna put it out there. It's on everyone's mind. What the fuck are foxes? Are they dogs or are they cats? Uh, 
dogs. Because well, everyone no, thinks... No, 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 hold me, hold me. I take that back because I'd pretty get my station uh, really you off me. You just got to You've lost Take my degree off me. They're a canid, essentially. Um, but the interesting thing about them is they're a canid that um, are completely solitary. So they act in the same way that, you know, cats are solitary as well, whereas dogs, you know... Cats are from... assholes. Well, it was interesting. Um, there was a, a study done by a guy at the University of California, and he did the, the psychology of the fox in comparison to dogs. And he found that, like, basically foxes act in a very similar way to, that dogs do. So... Um, they are loyal and if you like you so say you look after them since they're a cub they do act in the same loyal kind of Foxes. way that a dogs do yeah but they act in the same role that a cat does so a cat so whereas a, a dog would be used to go hunting or and help out and that kind of thing um wow. a fox would be used as a role in the house to get rid of pests and stuff like that true but a cat does that as well yeah. and the issue with another thing that it has been suggested by some people um and i would suggest as well um not that I know a lot Careful. about Careful. Um, <laughs> see a degree slipping away from um, you. <laughs> my mum's just commented a lot about foxes. <laughs> Cheers, mum. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, they're, they're quite naturally shy animals, so they won't come and interact with humans as much as, say, a cat would because they're ballsy as fuck. Mm. Whereas a fox is more likely to look at you and go, ah, shit, I'm fucking off. Um, I, went for a, I, went, I took Coco for a walk before, right? <laughs> yeah. About a year ago. And... Um, we were walking down, uh, well, just around the corner from us, mm. and um, I saw, I thought it was a cat. I mm. saw something, like, run over the road and into the bushes, and then I kept walking, and and then away from it, mm. and then Coco was acting, like, really weird, and I was like, what's the matter? And I looked around, <laughs> yeah. and this fox was had come, had closed the gap between us a little bit, mm. and was just, like staring at like a standoff it's weird down. I've never seen a fox do that mm. and then the noise it didn't make yeah, fucking annoying. it was like like I, this is other, yeah other suggestions like so there's other suggestions why foxes weren't domesticated in the same ways why would it stand off for me though like it probably it, felt threatened but it's quite rare normally they just run off maybe it couldn't felt like it couldn't run off I, to, I literally had to carry Coco oh really she was about 8 months old oh. spring of Spaniel puppy yeah, I literally had to carry her she was just shaking she was oh. petrified yeah. It's her own fault, like. <laughs> she probably, like, sort of oh. went for it or whatever. I think we're fine. I, um, did you hear about the story about that guy? It was a few years ago who got his hand written, ripped off by a badger. No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm bringing. Basically, he, um, it was an old guy somewhere and he, um, uh, went to go and see a, he thought there was, like, a, uh, like a, a shy dog in his garage. So he went to go and pet it and it was a badger and it, like, bit his hand off or something like that. A bad are you yeah. making stuff up? Nah, yeah, totally. Like, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, badges are. Yeah, no badges are something. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I, I, touch I never. Are they like notoriously aggro? I mean, they're just notorious. I mean, I don't know a lot about them. I just know that mm. if there was one animal in the UK that I wouldn't want to fuck with, it's a badger or really? a swan or a swan. A swan. Yeah, swans can break you body in several places i got bitten by mm. swan feeding it bread when i was about six really what and they haven't got any teeth i don't think or have they got like really small teeth in their beaks or something i don't they're know. not like big canines that rip you up yeah. anyway yeah and he just got my what finger got and i was like terrified of him <laughs> yeah no that would <laughs> no my friend got bitten by a goose once and i just remember him crying i was yeah. like two <laughs> 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 i was like oh, it was last, last year week, yeah. yeah my mate got bitten by a goose and he went sharp about it <laughs> 
So foxes are like kind of ha- they're they're a weird bunch. They're yeah. kind of like a bit like cats, but also share characteristics that yeah. dogs do. Essentially, they are. How come no one's ever like domesticated them like they have dogs and cats? So there's a a project in Russia at the moment where they're doing some similar things where they're basically trying to breed more friendly foxes. <laughs> I love um, that. That's, that's a cool band. Name. Is it Friendly Foxes, right? Yeah. Uh, no start a band, Friendly Foxes. Yeah. No one else can use nah. that. Copyrighted it right now. Yeah. Um, so with yeah, so they are. There's a project going on at the moment in Russia. It's been going on since like the 1950s, and it's a bit. I don't know enough about it to talk about it. I deliberately avoided it when I did my work on it because I didn't. I didn't class it as domestication. I classed it as keeping them in cages and breeding them to have curly tails rather than like being generally nice to an animal. Um, mm. So I, I deliberately avoided that um, kind of area, but I mean I don't know enough about the project. It might be a nice one. Yeah. Nice um, disclaimer. Damien says, "Is that your life as a <laughs> as a scientist? Just disclaimer after disclaimer." Yeah, well, we don't. We just don't know. This is we the problem with know. archaeology, especially is you literally don't know. You haven't got a time machine. So I say to someone, I'll be like, um, "So like we'd be like talking about a like an, an, a, a a mound of some sort or something like that." And it'll be like, well, it's this, and you, but you can never say it's definitely that because it, you just don't know. Like there is, so I always have to be like disclaimer. I, I, can't I hate say it when it scientists get criticised because generally that's the first thing they'll mm. always say is like we don't know, but mm-hmm. it could be. Mm. Yeah, it's it is. It, I mean, archaeology in essence is a science. I mean, it would probably be debated by a few people, but mm. I see it as a science, and it, you have to everything about it. I have to be like, might not actually be this but for the sake when you're addressing people who don't i guess talking to archaeology to the public especially you often want to say it was this because then people get engaged because people aren't interested if you're like it could be this or, so you know, yeah there's probably not though there's like a uh like you've basically got to walk a line between being factually kind of true but also kind <laughs> of inspiring people to get into it and like yeah like indiana jones yeah, wasn't real. No, I don't think. Noise the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get really hate off and... No, because everyone comes to me like, oh, so you're an archaeologist or you're an aspiring. So you must love Indiana Jones. And I'm, nah. Shit. <laughs> nah, it's boring. Um, and even like the same thing with Time Team as well. People always be like, oh, you must love Time Team. Now there's some good oh, Time Team guy? people. Baldrick from yeah. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, it's all like the whole idea of being like, right, you have got three days to find some remains and TV then does that with everything now. and it's, it's just it's just I'm, i guess you know you're not going to want to watch a month-long like documentary about digging no, up but a if car the documentary park. was like shot over the course of a month or exactly two, and then they had researchers yeah. make it interesting and stuff then that would be pretty i just don't want to like what i don't like is this whole like um well people i just just be honest about what it is and it's, it's such an amazing subject like i've you know, as soon as I found out about it, it was you know, like, this is exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. When was thing. that? Um, so when I knew, like, I could definitely do it as a subject, I was still in, like, secondary school. And I was looking around my local sixth form. And I just looked at it and I was like, this is it. Because it combines, like, my love of biology linked with my love of, like, um, like history and stuff like that. And then also at the same time, um, like, I, it's just one of my favourite memories as a kid. Like, my whole family, I've got a Cornish family. And then I just remember, like, spending my summers walking around, like, stone circles like the Merry Maidens and just being, like, absolutely, like, I love this. At the same time, also being, like, kind of want to go home because it's raining. But <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. And I love finding pieces of... I love it. Like, I walked down. Like, I walk, I was walking just, like, on my own the other day. And, like, I naturally, like, you do this thing as an archaeologist where you kind of, like, follow your feet on the floor because we're trained to kind of, like, 
what's on the Act ground like yeah you like, would if you were there. yeah yeah so we're just trying to find what's on the floor what's like you know what's left behind and I, I just i've just kind of kind of become that kind of like indiana jones right my mum, my mum just commented again he has a indiana jones hat okay cool cheers mum. <laughs> thanks jake's mum. don't keep outing me on this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so um yeah i mean Archaeology to me, I always think of Indiana Jones, which yeah. must get bought so old. Yeah, I mean, actually, I was working in Barry the like, like about a month ago, and I was trying to do this thing about working on a project, the Cairo project, trying to engage the public of like going to the beach to come and build like to kind of understand what like Iron Age hill forts was and stuff like that. And literally, one in every like every two comments was like either get lost or are you, do you think you're Indiana Jones? And I was like, no. What? In public? Yeah, yeah, it was in Barry Island. It was, it was like an art project trying to recreate a massive like sandcastle of this big like fort. It didn't go... It didn't, Typical it, Barry. It, it went really well. It was a really good idea, but it was raining a lot. Um, oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, and everyone that walked past was just like... Yeah, we had a lot of... Because I guess a lot, not a lot of beach girls actually went. It was a lot of old people walking their dogs. And so I had some brilliant old lady came up to say, are you interested in archaeology? And she was like, I am archaeology. Ah! <laughs> and I was like... I like and, I was, and I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> You're like, can, can I get your number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Husband's right there. Can I have your number? <laughs> Powerful move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've come from foxes. <laughs> what is your hitting on to old ladies? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, you know it's you meet people. You meet people. You just I feel a spark. Maybe we could t- <laughs> take this. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing We're wrong. We're not ageist on this no, podcast. No, no, no. Help Levis the ages. <laughs> right. Um, so, oh, God. My friends going? are going to take the face out of that bit quite a lot. <laughs> That's fine. You can do what you want, Jake. You're your old man. Live my best life, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what so what, what is your actual kind of speciality your speciality yeah because I don't think we've talked about your speciality which is it's, so, yeah so I, well the thing is I you know from my undergraduate I started working a lot on foxes and then Flo Masters now I'm working on a project that's basically species speciating horses ancient horses using enamel rings on their teeth I'm not going to talk about it it's really boring <laughs> it's so boring but do you know what really good research and it's going to lead to something really amazing nice but it's not something that it's only can be it can only lead to something amazing after I've actually done the work yeah and then I could be like right be it means this because at the moment I don't know but the actual like the preliminary kind of research to it is really interesting yeah. do you reckon like um, do you reckon people is there are, are there enough archaeologists? Zoo, zoo, what? This zoo archaeologist and can you just get regular archaeologists? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, so zoo archaeologists is only just. I mean, technically, I'm just an archaeologist, but I, you know, I I'm specialising to be a zoo archaeologist or archaeological scientist. You know, there's so many different facts because with kind of like factions under archaeology's wing because archaeology is essentially the study of the past using every single part of science that you can yeah um it's it's not with like so with history and archaeology where history and archaeology differs is history is using um like your human sources i guess yeah like you're using written sources and written accounts of these people and interviews whereas um with what if they find so what if like um a historian found like an undetonated world war ii bomb Mm -hmm. but no one wrote about it so would that be? I mean, technically, then that's still f- it's still a part of archaeology. So it's uh, industrial really? archaeology. Yeah. Really? So uh, it, it's a fine line. You know, it, is it the thing is about it is obviously they're separate subjects technically. But this is where like when it gets into the more of the historical kind of point of view, there's no point kind of blurring this line between the two because 
you know, then you just get arguments between two different disciplines when actually then you just lose information. You should just yeah. you know, come back to them together. But that's easier said than done. Um, mm. You know, in America, archaeology is literally simply a branch under anthropology, and that's a whole different subject again. So. Is it different in America and in the UK? Yes, yeah, so there's different attitudes to it. But also in America, like, there's... I'm not, I might seem, I don't know enough about it to talk about it in that sense, but there's, it's a different Might's attitude to archaeology because there is, you know, you had the Native Americans um, and then you had obviously uh, people coming over from Europe. There is never, there's not, I say this with a bit of hesitation, there's not as much archaeology and different cultures moving in and stuff like that. Mm. That creates the interest, especially in Europe and all this kind of stuff, mm. um, which is, you know, Asia's weird, a different like, attitude. Asia and Africa are like the, where the older stuff is, right? Yeah, well, I mean, even in Europe. So um, where the movement of people came, like, okay, well, it depends how you, you know, you know, out from evolution in Africa, kind of moved out into the Fertile Crescent. And... Um, you know, through Europe and Asia, and it's, it's, I mean, again, that's debated, but that's pretty much the kind of, like... Accepted yeah, kind yeah, of Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Um, it's interesting, like, the move of the Neolithic is a really big interest. Like, that's the movement from people giving up this, uh, like, hunting and gathering to being, uh, going into farming and kind of stuff like that. So, like... A really interesting move. Um, again, like, I hear, like, bits and pieces from random sort of places. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, that was cool. What mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Yeah. But basically, we're humans now, right? Yes. Were there, like, we were primates? Then, what, what's Still the thing? Guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, so, we evolved. No, I mean... They, we, um, it was a split, right? And there was, like, two homo sapiens or two versions of humans. I Am I making this up? Am I just, <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. I mean, there's you look at the hominin, uh, like tree and we were there like is just... fighting each other and stuff. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, probably. Wasn't it, wasn't it too, like... Um, Oh, like I don't know any of the words. I don't know any words. Do, but so like, do you mean like hominins, like Neanderthals, and all this kind of stuff? At one point, we sort of, kind of split <laughs> up, and there was like two groups, um, and then basically one out outlived the other. But we both because there were two. Sort yeah, so of Neanderthals and um, uh, AMH, uh, anatomically modern humans did live around the same time. Yeah, there's evidence for them even mating <laughs> just do that on the camera yeah, yeah like that kind of stuff together but you know um yeah but would, they, would that be different species would they uh, yeah they are technically thing? different you know so species. would they have would they be able to have an offspring uh yeah again this is see this is a, this is the thing with archaeology is like you it's such a no, it's also such a broad subject that like these questions are bit can I I can't really give you a definite answer on this um, because otherwise I'll probably have someone look at it and go you are wrong about that and I was like but um, but y- y- yes I think yes because people there's evidence of a lot of people have like more Neanderthal DNA and stuff like that and because that's the that's the differentiate between um... yeah species they can't produce a fertile offspring is that yeah. what you're trying to say yeah like you can have a donkey and a, you can have a donkey yeah. and a horse and get a mule and but they that can't mule have fertile offspring yeah um. It's an interesting. It's an interesting one. Um, I don't know enough about it to basically mm. say. It's worth looking into. I think. Do you know what? That's what I'm going to do tonight. I think I'm going to go no. back and be like, "Can you have fertile kids?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I just. Um, it's just fascinating. But unfortunately, I listen to stuff and I just can't retain like tons of information. That's why I really like podcasts because I can go back to stuff and like listen to it and just. Yeah. I don't know. I I just love learning about like as many different things as possible I just mm. find it really interesting yeah my head's basically filled up with archaeology facts and then music yeah <laughs> that's it that's i ain't a, got time for anything else that's a good and sadness i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> music what have you been listening to lately music wise 
actually that well, press, actually, like, that press club that you sent that you showed me yesterday mm. that was that I've been spinning that all day. Mm. That's really good. Um, you right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of literally moving around like a very old unhealthy man because <laughs> I uh, yeah I'm not having a good time with my back at the moment. Um, press club, I actually found them on they're playing moving north. Oh, is it? I'm so I'm so bad at details, <laughs> but basically. Um, is it Manchester Punk? Yeah, moving north. Mm. Kieran and all them guys up north. Yeah, they put on Manchester Punk Festival. I think it's called. Yeah, and I, I think I, I'll just I've put it on. I wanted now. to go, but I haven't. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to make it for the next one. But yeah, they are playing up there, and I was like, oh, I've never seen that name. Checked it out, loved it. Like, yeah, really kind of. Um, again, as well, before I even like say anything about any music, right? Um, I this isn't a music blog and you can listen to wherever the fuck you want yeah no definitely i hate it when people tell me what to listen to and if this is good or this is but i can talk about stuff and be like i listened to it and i really liked it yeah there we go um that's good but i hate i hate music blogs and reviews and things like that because you're like just let them listen to it and they'll make their mind up i totally agree it's um yeah it's a bit weird i always feel a bit uh, a bit weird when you like watch uh an article or something and they're like this band sounds like this and sounds like that and sounds like this and with infusions of this and listen to them and you're like, why am I reading this? I could just listen <laughs> yeah. to the music in the first place and make my yeah, own Yeah, I might as well just actually just, you know. That's what I mean, like, I don't, actually, to be honest, I don't meet, read music reviews. And, and, and truthfully, like, everything that I've released that I've ever had a music review of, yeah. I haven't read it because, one, it's, it's really nice. It's feelings if it's no, not well, nice. No, the truth is, like, it's really nice that someone spent the time to do it, but it didn't, it, it's not... Um, yeah, I, you know I think what, you know, I think I might have been a bit <laughs> overreaching there because I guess like there are times when I've seen a review, I don't mm. really care what the pe- what the person thinks, but they might say I might read the first bit where it'll be like for fans of. Yeah. And if one of those names that I connect with, I go, "Oh, I might check them out." Yeah. I don't care if like it's good or bad or what their opinion is. So I guess I guess yeah. Music reviews do have their place except for I just hate the thought of telling people what's good and what's bad. Yeah, no, no. I had, um, I mean, in a weirder one, I, uh, when I played, when I, we were playing with the Honeypot for a few, we had a, one of the first shows we ever did in Cardiff. I didn't know how to really describe it. So I was like, well, we're kind of emo. And that's, I went, I was just doing this promotion. I was like, oh, we're emo. And, um, yeah, I went, we got right at the bill. And um, <laughs> the rest of the bands were like that kind of like, I guess what other people perceive emo as, which is like, a lot of people perceive emo as, which is like kind of like, Death Corey kind of like screaming, like kind of doom, 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 uh, kind of thing. And then we were like yeah. little lid twinkly, like, I'm sad, like just singing like that kind yeah. of stuff. And it was this kind of weird kind of thing, it was like, you know, death weird. metal band, I'm sad, death metal band, death metal band. And everyone in between when watching us was like, I ah. you know, ripped sleeves off, being like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It was actually really nice. Those guys are really nice. They were like, oh, respect. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I always think of emo of like bands like Taking Back Sunday and like all those like, no, I'm like, like childhood right screen. there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, see, that's what I see it more as, but I think there's a lot of people would just imagine, like, the the, the MySpace fringe is, like, you know, that kind of oh thing. God, like, yeah, that oh kind of man. thing. And the, I want to say, so like, Bring Me The Horizon, that. like, that kind of, like, yeah. the, kind of, like, you know, that kind of, like, I don't know how and to it. was always, it, like, yeah. it, it was, it, they looked like motorcycle helmets at one point. <laughs> I can't comment. I had one, so, like... <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, yeah. I looked like an idiot I was young. I, well, when I, so I, you know... 
when I was a you know young teenager, twelve, I guess you know kind of thing. I had the full on emo fringe, <laughs> um, and I listened to Yumi at Six, and I was like, <laughs> Rar XD. <laughs> <laughs> I was the seenest kid out there, you know. Um, but you know, it makes you laugh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like yeah. I had bleached blonde. I uh, it was disgusting. I had bleached blonde, like white hair down to my like shoulders like some like a proper <coughs> bro surf it was gross that's cool though I like that nah Dude. it's cooler than mine <laughs> I looked an idiot like, I used to spike that. up the back of my hair and then like have straighteners on the front so on my fringe would like perfectly go with my eyes so you know did you, walk, <laughs> yeah. did you walk around like this all the time just like like so I kind of like had, see through your hair I kind of had it like kind of slanted like you know kind of like this Mm. So like this eye would be on show because if I did it straight, this eye would be on show over like that. That's such a <laughs> my, my art thing teacher, to see. My art teacher once told me she was like she's like if you keep wearing your hair like that, you're gonna get bunions on your eyes. I was like, Twelve at the time, I was like you can't get bunions on your eyes. Like, but you, know, you don't understand me. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't listening to Morrissey <laughs> in the corner <laughs> and the Smiths. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I you know that period when in my life when I did that I think actually I don't really regret. I mean you know it's always cringy to see pictures of you as you are but like you know I you know I cringe when I see the mirror now yeah like, <laughs> same like, how did I leave the house like that but I I think it was really good actually because I've been mean, ever since I was a kid um, my mum's probably going to comment after this bit as well yeah. I've always been interested in music it's always been what I loved like it, I could just listen to music for ages and then. Um, you know, being into like that emo thing, I think I just kept. It was because I had people around me who also kept listening to music, and yeah, it wasn't normally the style I listened to when I was younger. And I kind of went out of it again, back into like the grunge, is what I originally like liked as a kid, and kind of stuff like that, and found who I was. <laughs> I don't know. And then, uh, you, and then you play around with foxes. Yeah, now now I touch bones. I really like that name for a band name, though. Yeah, oh, friendly I, foxes. Oh, I said I touch foxes. Not so much. Not so much. Not good. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk? <clears throat> My voice is going a bit weird and stuff. Music. So, like, uh, for those for those people, basically, no one listens to this. So, for everyone listening there who is, doesn't know anything about it, right? Two um, people live right now. Watching. Really? Yeah. I think my mum's. I think that's my mum. Actually. Shout out to Jake's mum. Is yeah. she from Cornwall? Uh, she is from Cornwall. Yeah, but Where she's from? not in Cornwall anymore. Uh, down in. Oh, she's gonna hate me for saying Hale or. Campbell Cam- Cam- Is it? <laughs> she's gonna definitely comment. Just I would so. not mess with you, mother. <laughs> yeah. She's from Campbell. I oh, know she can. Yeah. Um, loveliest lady in the world mm. but I wouldn't get on the wrong side of her and uh, do you oh, nope my mind's blank <laughs> just about to say um, love Cornwall went to uni Famous. doing my masters in now actually mm-hmm. distance based or whatever um, music 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 so you were you were in a project that we yeah um, so I created Honey Pot with Alex and then Alex I uh, had to well, I had to leave a bit because I was ill and stuff like that. So, and then she carried it on as her mm. um, solo project, and she just released a six-track EP. Um, and you know she's really really talented at what she does. And uh, she's also probably not as well. Who were sick? They killed the game as well. Um, and yeah, so I kind of took time out of doing music for a while because I felt a bit like. I love I love music. I loved writing music. I loved playing gigs. It was literally like it's one of those things that is like uncomparable to anything else apart from uh, once when I did a talk about something like my 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 archaeology project and I got to speak about that mm. and that performing. same feeling was yeah it's like yeah. that kind of performing feeling where this is something I've worked on something that I've created and 
putting it up like to show and it, if it goes down well it's amazing if it goes down sh- crap then it does you know it's terrible but at the same time you still did it mm. um and so music i think like because i was so focused on my course where i was like you know like um i loved do archaeology archaeology so much so like, this is what i want to do with my life um and then i you know became ill and all this kind of stuff um and so I had to like take a backseat, and I haven't really done a gig. I, haven't played I think a gig that's in a, a skill year, in think. itself. Yeah, knowing when, because um, I'm kind of similar. I do. I'm not similar in the fact that I know loads about foxes, and mm. uh, I was in a band mm. called Honey Pop. But um, <laughs> I I do a lot of stuff, and I've definitely sort of like realised that sometimes like you know you have to figure out you have to take a step back, like sometimes to move forward. Mm-hmm. With everything, mm-hmm. you need to stop or pull back a little bit on one thing. Yeah, and it feels horrible because you feel like you're doing such a yeah. You feel like you're cheating or you're not working hard. Yeah, it's the same with like yeah. fitness stuff. Like I've always, when I was younger, I was an idiot and I would just push and push and push and push and push mm-hmm. and get hurt, and then yeah. I wouldn't be able to go to the gym for like two weeks, three yeah. weeks. Whereas now, I'm Mister Sensible and I do like the tiniest little weights, like and I do 50 reps with one, you know, I, I've had loads of shoulder problems and stuff. And yeah, now I do very, very little, but I try and be spot on with like stuff. Yeah. And it's the same, like, I guess it, it could be if you were ill and you tried to carry on or you, and you were stressed out, you might not have done yeah. anything. You might have like, yeah. you had to drop out of uni. Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a thing. Like I've, you know, it's a weird it's a weird I mean it's you know I've. Well, there's only so much energy you have yeah and it's it's hard to admit that doing so for me like to play music and playing guitar like it went through a weird kind of thing where like I you know loved it I loved it but everything I I wrote or anything I did something like that I wouldn't be able to I just I didn't like it I, did, I also didn't I just didn't enjoy doing it anymore and I, I felt really weird and I started like I don't think there was a period where I didn't even play my guitar for six months on end yeah, I did um, that for about two years. Yeah, and it's it is Just really from being busy. Yeah, and it's is and then like and shit it's, playing guitar. <laughs> and it's only for like the last like, I reckon so like two months. Like for the while, well, I've just moved into a new house now, and I'm like, right, you're gonna play guitar for an hour a day, and you're gonna get this back up, and I'm I'm doing it, and it's nice, and Are you it's writing really stuff. You've got anything? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got projects with different different people. Elton John covers, right? Like yeah, def- yeah. Sweet. I would love to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've got. I mean, I've got. I'm releasing some songs on my own, which I'm going into the recording studio to do. I think Alan um, John is pretty punk rock, though. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Back yeah, then as well. Dancer, man. What a, a dude! Like, yeah. just literally, just in your face. Just like I'm yeah. not ashamed of my sexuality, and everyone else is like. Back then, I guess is. Is, is there a biopic film of him? There's one coming out now. Yeah. Alan John. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm there. Yeah. Is I think it's. I, th- I don't know if it's a complete biopic. I don't really know a lot about it. That's like a, a life story type of thing. I think it's like that, but I think it's also like how he imagines it, it would be to be. I don't really know. Like it's a, it's like a lot of exaggerated kind of things as well, like mm. and stuff. Again, I don't know. I, I will watch it though. It looks fun. Yeah, pretty punk, uh, powerful punk rock. Uh, yeah. So have you? Who who are you? Kind of have you got anything lined up with other people for this yeah, new project? Uh, yeah. So 
I mean, like, I, I mean, it's one of those things. This is, I think there's also a big thing that I quite love about like the DIY community. Is everyone's like, yeah, let's it's do incestuous. this project, just like, like that. Like, yeah, let's do this project, and yeah. then you're like half the time it works out, and then other half the time it's like, oh, remember that time two years ago that we said we we're going to start that project and it just never happened, kind of yeah. thing. Um, but well, I, I've always been the one asking, and everyone's always busy. Yeah, no, I'm this. I'm yeah, trying to tell me something. I, I go through <laughs> stages where I'm like, oh, you know, I, I want to, and then like, you know, um, and stuff. But um, no, I the. I, I think well my really one of my really close friends Elliot we've got something planned and he's just the most amazing singer and guitarist and mm. he's definitely well we're getting what, what's stuff, together what's what's stuff you? he's he can just do if like you're gonna proper, say like, for fans oh well, what he what well no, we your did, your project well, project with, well I mean for him we're just it's getting to that just the point where like we and him are just jamming kind of just trying to build something up mm. like I said we're going to jam kind of more <laughs> this kind of thing um, and then I've been playing a bit with um, um, some guys. Um, one of the guys, a guy from who lived in Australia for a while, he's got his own project that he's doing as well. Um, but to be honest, I just I want to find some more stuff to do. Um, I, um, I we were talking the other day, and I said that if I had if I was slightly more talented and had more free time, it'd be cool to do like a post rock thing. Yeah, but you've got to be so good at playing. Yeah. Like it's, I could just like learn Icelandic and just go in the mic. Come in with some Bjork vocals. <laughs> No, I, I don't know why. I thought like uh, playing in a post rock band would be easy because it's not generally yeah. fast, but it's f- well, fucking I mean, hard. For like, like, especially with loop pedals and things yeah. like that, you've got to be like spot on. So that's the one thing from playing in Honeypot that one of the things I loved, one of the, the things I had was um, I just had, I had to create this massive kind of pedal board with just loads of random effects. I know kind of how to use them. I'm not exactly wow. the best at, at all good guitarist, but... I can stamp on my pedals very well and make some very yeah. weird sounds. And then it's literally just, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've had I, I'm <laughs> in, um, we still, still nameless at the moment, my uh, project at the moment. But um, me and Jack, I'm always sort of, we're always taking a piss over each other for various traits that we possess. And one of Jack's is just being over the top. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. But you are. Like, he's just got like, he's got these pedals. Like, well, I'm also like, pretty music illiterate as well but he's got these pedals that are like i don't even know what they are mm-hmm. and, I'm, and it's just like some crazy crazy noises going on all the time so i'm just like jack yeah. enough's enough keep it simple <laughs> have an intervention this is a pedal overdrive and reverb <laughs> he nicks my reverb pedal all the time oh. like, buy your own no i mean well i think that's, i think i almost like it's like you know when people go to a guitar shop and they're like, oh, this guitar is beautiful. Like, I've got like my guitar. I have a, a Fender Mustang Special, and it is like, I found it delicious two years ago on on Gumtree, and that is my favorite guitar, and it will always be my favorite guitar. I don't think I could find anything else I want. Um, and it's it it creates like three different guitar sound, like three different like completely different guitars in one kind of guitar kind of thing. It's amazing. Um, but like for me, when I go into a guitar shop, I kind of go to the pedals first because I'm like that looks weird what does that do just like like just you know, like i want to try out all five of these pedals and i'm not going to buy any of them but i fucking love them yeah. <laughs> a little while we're on the subject that yeah, yeah. um this was out of action for a long time oh nice my favorite telly um i've been playing with the dot but this is my telly and uh i just want to put a shout out to life is unfair audio devices uh mike which is also uh, he's also a part of uh, the DIY car scene. Is a legend. Proper set my guitar up. It's beautiful. Plays perfectly. And he also has some amazing 
he also has some amazing pedals on offer, some really, 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 really nice good, ones. And he actually good. does some like, custom jobs too. I need to get one, actually. <coughs> um, he needs a new distortion. He does occasionally do uh, bundle offers, so if, there's, if we want the same pedal, maybe we mm -hmm. can team up and save yeah, a little bit of money. Yeah, that sounds sick. But yeah, life is unfair audio devices, guys. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, like the... Sponsor me, I like that. No. <laughs> no. No. No, no. No. Sponsor me. I... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say no, but that would be like it's it's not like like he's a, he's a he's a good guy. And yeah, he's really up, lovely. Set up the guitar is fucking amazing. Yeah. Love it. Like makes me want to play it because before it wasn't set up properly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had a bit too much action in it and stuff, and it was just I don't know. You know when like it's not right, you just don't want to play it. Mm -hmm. And then you've got this guitar which is just useless because yeah. you just don't want to play it. Give it to him. Yeah. Works his magic on it. Magic yeah. fingers. You got a new guitar. Oh, he's the one. Yeah. Really reasonable as well. <coughs> So, um, I think I'm going to do what, like, I shouldn't do and uh, run to the bathroom really That's quick. all right. Um, but what I thought you could maybe do... Show me to draw pictures and... Yes. <laughs> right, I'm going to literally just run to the uh, to the bathroom quick. I yeah. could always edit this out, I guess, yeah. afterwards. But, uh... Uh, do a Q and A. Anyone else <laughs> watching? If anyone's live. Is everyone's live? Well, please, please let me go to the toilet. Right now. Right, I'll be right back. Maybe you could go through uh, your latest Spotify list and just uh, <laughs> just like yeah, just just travel while you listen to it. Oh. No pressure. Uh, no, no, no pressure. Have a fun. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here in silence, to be honest. Ugh. <sighs> So yeah, is anyone, is anyone, is anyone, I don't know, I'm looking at my phone halfway through this. If anyone's got any good music recommendations right now, because I'm currently thirsty for informations. Uh, in, sorry, in th thirsty for uh, song recommendations. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's not a tan. I think it's just the lighting. Uh, it's fake tan, actually. Bronzer. Looking good. See ya. <laughs> this feels slightly weird. Just like uh, right. I thought it was raining. No, it's not raining there, mum. I'm just going to have an open conversation with my mother while Fuzz is on the toilet. <laughs> no, it's not raining here anymore. Um, it's actually all right. Um, it's a bit moist and damp, but... Um, I'm just having a conversation with my mum. She's just saying... <laughs> it's, what's she saying? <laughs> She's like, Jake, where did you get that tan from? And I was like, I think from? it's just the lighting. Where's she from? Nicole? Uh, no, she is from Hale. So I think she was born in Penzance and into... Hale's got a good uh, skate park. Hale has got a good skate park. I busted both my knees on that skate park when I was very young. How, oh, uh, how long I, has it been there? Oh, it's been there for a while. Yeah, so I was eight when it was first made, and I tried to do, like, the rolling and absolutely gnarlied up my knee. <laughs> knees, actually. Came back to my nan's house with, like, these massive sword. I look like some sort of, like, cartoon character with these big, fat-off knees. Which one's Hale? Around. Hale, this one... Um... Like is there one in Penzance? Yeah, but is they've it got, got like a similar a tombstone, one. like an overreaching yeah, tombstone. Yeah, yeah. There's one similar. They, the guy, the people who did the one, they also did one outside in Penzance, which is really good as well. Um, my mum says not bloody Campbell. 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Camborne. I went. I had um, an ex-girlfriend from uh, Red Roof, Red Roof Camborne. Yeah. Very. Uh, so my grandfather used to live in Red Roof. Well, gonna, my I mom picked up. I picked up a few people while I, in my uni days. I was one of the only people to drive. Drove. Uh, okay. So I'd get calls at like Sunday morning, like I'm in a Camborne police station. Can you give me a lift home? What? What? <laughs> There's a story behind that one. Yes. Well, that, well, that just people, <laughs> people being young and being a bit tipping over some cows. Yeah, I don't know. A you know off just a cliff. Nothing, nothing sinister. Nothing, just being, nothing too sinister. Being young and a bit silly and just <laughs> spending a night in the cells. And then <laughs> who are they going to ring me? Because mm. I, I had a car. So, um, music, music, music. Right, veganism. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, this is going to get well. First of all, I just want to say, right. I'm not vegan, right? I'm not vegan. I am looking at, like, switching up my diet a bit more. Yes, yes. Um, and I am looking at, like, more vegetarian and more vegan options. Yeah. I am. I've literally cut out dairy milk. And I'm drinking soya. Wow, that's worse That's worse for the environment, man. Is it? Yeah, no, soya oh, plantation's real shit, it. man. So... You want to drink? I'll tell you what, you do want to drink. This is going to make me sound like an absolute star. Drink hemp milk, and I also really recommend um, oat milk as well. They're really See, like, nice. I'm not an expert in anything. Yeah. Well, and people tell me all this stuff all the time, right? Yeah. This is terrible. Dairy's terrible. This is a... So I'm like, okay, I'll drink soya. No, that's fucking bad. Like, what? No, I'm <laughs> Well, serious. I think soya like, more is for, like, so the reason that soy is an issue. It can be bad, right? It, it can so, be done responsibly. It's just so much fit, and it's used for animal feed mainly, which is the issue. Yeah, but, but that, any yeah, contribution yeah. to it is still kind of thing. But again, like. If it wasn't used for animal feed. So, I mean, like, to the veganism kind of stuff, it's an interesting one. Mm. So, I mean. Just before we dig into it, though, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. to say, like, a lot of people are going to be listening to this, right? And they're going to be fuming <laughs> already. We haven't said anything. Yeah. So I, well, but I think it's important to have a balanced yeah. conversation about uh, these things because, like, yeah, I mean, I, I never really got it, but the more, more and more now I see, like, um, in the news and stuff, where, like a catastrophic tipping point for like mm-hmm. global warming and things yeah. like that. And, and the main reason that I'm switching up is because I'm think I'm, I'm a hypocrite. Like, if I believe that we should be sorting things out, and I'm just doing everything the same. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck should anyone else do anything? Yeah. I mean, so there's so many pro, pro points to being a vegan. Vegetarianism is literally, especially a lot of, um, I mean, the big two for me, which is why, I mean, I try my best to, I am not, I literally just had a chicken Caesar wrap. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, no, but the, the thing I think. It's okay to eat. Yeah, no. It's I'm, not great. I mean, there's, there's two really, I mean, for me, really big reasons why actually be veganism, vegetarianism, and it's kind of like, as it's selective in the way you're eating less meat in today's kind of like contemporary society is quite good is because our treatment of animals and the farming industry is absolutely oh, fucking man. disgusting. Um, and also at the same time, um, it's really good for the environment if we, you know, start cutting this down. But I mean, the one argument, and this is this is oh, I've had arguments with people. And I don't want to. Uh, I mean, when people say like we're not supposed to eat meat um, as humans, is that's not that's, it's not it's not true. Uh, in contemporary society now, we don't need to eat meat. Though we have sources from all over the world that we can supplement from. Does it make sense? Yeah, but when you're shipping all this stuff from all over the world, you just yeah. add into like. Yeah, it, a, yeah, a problem. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. not just us, but the planet. You know, yeah. wildlife and stuff. It's a uh, complex. It's, it's, it's been thing from studying, like, you know, our relationship with animals and humans all the time. So one of the big things is so a really good thing to look into if you're interested in, like, you know, pro, you know, being. I'm very pro the veganism movement, and now I mean it's something I'd I, like to I'm get into up in my more. diet, and I'm switching it up. But yeah, 
for, I'm doing it for a sustainability. Yeah, no, no, I think that's. I think and that's like, more of a yeah, and also like I train quite hard, so I need a lot of protein, and I have managed to find ways to supplement it with like split red lentils and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I am trying slowly, but I do like eating meat, and I yeah. will like yeah. probably eat meat. But really, if I could, if in in a, in an ideal world, mm-hmm. I would probably supplement like a bunch of stuff, have a more vegan diet. And if I could eat like responsibly sourced farm yeah, farmed exactly. animals, then I then I would do maybe a lot less. I think we yeah. eat too much meat in general, but like yeah, well, I mean, so we so we do like do eat too much meat. Like we're not actually supposed to eat um, as much meat as a lot of like what the diets are now. Um, and what I was saying, like, so like yeah, you know, I mean, I I mean, to me, like I I'm trying to slowly like take myself off meat and maybe consuming more like vegetable vegetarian stuff. I don't drink a lot of milk anyway. Like, cause I think for me, like, a, like I don't, I don't eat a lot of beef, cause that kind of stuff for me isn't, it's not. I just don't why I don't enjoy, it. and also that's the cows are a really big problem, kind of stuff like that. So I'm slowly mm. trying to like, you know, take one meat out at a time, wait, take that kind of stuff out slowly. How like health wise as well, like uh, chicken is chicken and turkey are probably about the healthiest. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it depends where you are. I mean, I was in um, so I did a dig out in uh, Serbia, and I was in like rural Serbia, and we would, it was really awesome. We were digging like some sort of like massive kind of about like we're trying to find like i don't know what it, anyway we didn't actually find very much but it was awesome really fun and but there was it the when we were out there the uh we had to have like a warning it's like um you know if any of the girls were pregnant or anything like that and they're like and they're like if you're pregnant don't eat any of the meat because it's jam-packed full of hormones to the point where it that's, will well, affect that's the case your baby Amer- <laughs> and i was like Fuck that's it. the case in yeah. america as well though yeah yeah probably maybe not as much but i know no, it, i know uh, it's yeah an issue. i mean it is it's an issue out there because I mean, there is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it's an issue. I just remember. I just remember hearing that, and I was like, "Yeah, shit, I'm not going to eat very much meat out there at all." Um, yeah, it's crazy. But, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, as as an but artist, like, so yeah. like your, I don't know. I guess the thing that you could be qualified in saying is like how, like human, you know. Do you know much about the paleo diet and stuff? So okay, the paleo diet. Is, uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. I'm so just, I I'm mean, the paleo saying, diet is a weird one. Um, um, and you will talk to a lot of archaeologists, probably every archaeologist, and the majority of them will say the paleo diet is kind of just Mark shit. Like it's it's not true. Like there's one paleo diet that I read once that was like eat raw meat. Now no raw meat. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, that's just not that's not true. Like, is it true that humans um, sort of had a spike in their development when they learned how to cook meat because we could the so, proteins that we could get from it? Well, were... this is what I was saying was the whole idea about um, our like. We had arguments. I've had you know, discussions with the vegans before, like, and a lot. One of their key arguments is, or I've had to me is actually like, we are as humans aren't and never supposed to eat meat. We're not supposed to do this now. For human evolution wise, actually, um, we wouldn't be who we are today if we didn't eat meat. Now, uh, that's the idea of expensive tissue hypothesis. Consuming pre-digested proteins means that there's more energy to go to the brain, meaning the brain expands more. Um, but however, you know, we technically don't need them now because we don't need to, exp- you know, we've kind of expanded, a little, you know, and it's and we can consume wasn't, other wasn't sources. Wasn't there something now. to do with the um, psychedelic mushrooms in the? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, you? no, no, no. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's some really good um, papers. I mean, there was one. I don't know the guy it was, but one of my, I know someone who, I know someone who knows someone who uh, kind of did their, I think it was their PhD on something, and they got like they could basically do some, something like, like they found the mushrooms. Yeah, they so they, they 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 did use psychedelics, and he did his PhD using psychedelics through a chambered tomb to see what would happen to him, and um, could he experience the past by getting absolutely mentored on drugs and being like, oh shit. No, I was talking about the oh, okay the, the development. <laughs> it's good you should read that though. <laughs> diet, diet, like so, people were like um, at one point 
people found uh, mushrooms or something, or something in cow dung or something. I'm basically the cult, the the, the way that it was cultured. Um, I'm butchering this because I'm not a scientist. I, 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 I can't really make a, a huge comment on it because I've got to dig it up. Um, but I listen to it on send it to podcast. me. Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. Um, when these primates or whatever found these psychedelic mushrooms or whatever, mm-hmm. it kind of expanded it. Mm-hmm. Brain, or it made things change in a different way, or whatever. Um, they kind of like it was a bit I, of a leap. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know about, about that. I, all, I, all I know is like, I mean, like this, like this idea of expensive tissue, like, and so I mean, like for the argument, I mean, so I've, again, I mean, it's it's, it's for, like there's so many loads of pro arguments why to be vegan in today's culture, and it's it's quite hard. I have a lot of friends who are vegan, and I totally support them, and I think they're doing really, really good things. But it's quite hard as an archaeologist to always be like. Uh, especially actually in the DIY scene, a lot of people are vegan, which I think is a really pro thing. And they're trying to talk to people about actually like they definitely do like do maintain this lifestyle, and like there's so many reasons for it. But actually, you know, factually, um, that you know, like we did, we have kind of consumed meat because, uh, for example, we were, we went to, we did this thing at the New Scientist Festival where we were promoting the movement into farming, as I said earlier, that kind of thing. Um, and in it, we had this lady come up to us and well, what about the vegans? And like, our le- the professor of the university was basically like, if they were vegan, they simply would die because in certain areas, there you can't get like you. You know, we bear in mind we in the UK, they didn't have potatoes. You didn't. You had like yeah. very limited sources. You had like hazelnuts and some berries, and you can't sustain a diet on that. You have to find alternatives. Yeah. Um, Check the thing which um, makes me kind of interested as well is like people that don't eat eggs because I mean, mm-hmm. if you've got like, if you if you look after. Yeah, uh, chickens in a natural, decent way. You know, raise them fairly. They're gonna lay eggs anyway, so it's yeah. not like they're wasted. And they're a good source of protein, so you basically converting all that like grass and all that kind of stuff into. Yeah. Um. Battery, I mean, battery I, caged hens and all that kind of. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, no, I totally understand horrific, that. But I, I actually, that was. Do you know? I've had this exact conversation. So one of my really good friends, Dan, is like the most amazing chef. Yeah. And he works at the Secret Garden Cafe, which I highly recommend. Um. What where? Secret Garden Cafe is where I work. I work Secret as a, Garden. Yeah, Secret Garden Cafe in Central Butte Park in Cardiff. Very good. But he's the sh- head chef there. He's the most amazing chef, and he's vegan. And he's like, I, I was actually asking because he doesn't consume honey or um, eggs, which obviously because he's vegan. And for me, I was like, I kind of understand the honey thing because obviously a lot of bees are treated like you know crud, you know, when they're being smoked and stuff like that. But the eggs thing, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the e- so with eggs, I was wondering like. Um, I, I was wondering to him and he he kind of basically said it's just no product from an animal like for him it's like he just keeps straight to it and so I kind of understand it I think he just doesn't want to use animals as a tool for food does it make sense which I totally appreciate I think you know people's perspective you don't want to use an animal for something I don't, I don't know yeah. um, I might be misquoting him so I'm very sorry if I did that but <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, it's going to be horrendous yeah you, know, was like, you said that thing about eggs and it wasn't true <laughs> but okay well I, I guess we can if we just take it in good steed that what you're saying is not deliberately trying to be misquoted. Yeah. But yeah, so he doesn't eat So No, no, no. I mean, I, I you know, I think... Yeah, no. <laughs> I just think... I don't know. They, they're they going to lay eggs anyway. Yeah, but it's... um. So they are... So they are... In, I think they are encouraged to make... I, I, again, I shouldn't really comment on this because... What, really what if you had a garden, a secure garden, and you had like a chicken pen mm-hmm. and you just like let them have their chicken lives, doing what they do, <laughs> going around pecking food, doing this stuff, yeah. just having a nice life. Yeah. Kind of a little bit better than it would be in the wild because you're protecting them from... 
predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they lay eggs and you eat them. Like, I just, yeah. I mean, so I'm, I might, well, I'm expecting my... a waves and waves of shit to come my way. <laughs> it's get eggs but, thrown at the door. <laughs> no, but they're gonna, they're gonna lay them anyway. Yeah. And they're basically just turning in that, like, green grass and grain and whatever the fuck is on the floor into like protein which is good so so i think and i might be completely wrong that it's more of the encouraging of them to produce more eggs than natural um but then they have been bred to do well, like battery f- battery farming yeah and i think it's also they mess like, with their hormones and all that kind of stuff probably yeah, i think it, i think it's i think it's that's gorgeous. terrible i don't yeah, agree with that no. and they're cute chickens you know i quite yeah. like a chicken like <laughs> i like a pet chicken that'd be sick i just think i don't know and another thing that i think is um like I'm slowly switching, uh, you know, having like more of a vegan diet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that just don't give a shit. Yeah. And I guess we all need to be, we all need to sort of do a bunch of things if we're going to carry on to exist as a species. Yeah, definitely. Like sustainable farming. So like that, that could mean, I mean, a sustainable option. If you can't change the hearts and minds of people that don't give a shit and they're just going to eat meat anyway, mm-hmm. then if you could get people to eat less... Yeah. And if the fact and um, if the farming and everything was kind of like adapted, that would work out. But I mean, one big thing that I've noticed is that like whether you, everyone is, and I, I blame social media, mm-hmm. but everyone is just super polarized these days. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is just like hardcore to the extreme on one side of something mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah, and there's no like middle ground. Then as soon as like you're in the middle, you basically get attacked by both sides. And it's like it's just this whole like culture at the moment, which is just yeah. like ripping people to shreds. Like you can't do that; you're a piece of shit because, and I'm better than you because I'm completely one hundred percent good at this. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and I just think we're not going to progress as a group as a whole if we're going to carry on doing that. It kind yeah. of bugs me. I mean, hmm. I don't, <laughs> trying to think how to. Uh, I yeah. I, I I guess it's nothing I, to say it, really. It, it's, it's just not, my it's, nothing to say. It's, it's actually quite a good observation. Like it's. I think the thing is, it's like, I think well, sometimes people, I mean, this is what a lot of people are like, oh, I just made generous. Basically, people will often, this, you know, this is, you know, they'll, they'll think that their way is the best way, which is naturally how humans are programmed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and people have to realize that I love for a lot of things. Like, I mean, you know, if you're, I guess if you want to include diet into like, you know, and stuff like religion and oh, this goes, yeah, this is, society, this, society, I'm not having a pop at anyone. No, no, I'm no, just no, saying no. that in general, like people. Oh no 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 yeah no. especially it, with social media. You have to understand like that uh, human beings are a complete spectrum and yeah. like people will always have counter different you know different views and. But when you shut down dialogue, you go, "I'm not your friend. You don't agree with my morals. Yeah. My, you're dead to me." And you're like, "Well, how are we gonna fix the problem if yeah. we just got two people shouting each other?" I mean, it's like yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, I you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. It's. You can't, you know, I mean, I mean it's, it's, the camera you... on me because you just <laughs> I can like, see uh, you like, oh, shit, what am I going to say? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, not... I, I, I'm trying because I have, I don't, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, you have friends. I had, you know, growing up at school, you have friends who kind of make a bit close to the edge comments. And it's like, you're trying to be like, you're trying to, I stay friends with them. And you're just trying to be like, make it this kind of conversation of like. You could check you know, in with them though, right? You could say, so like, I mean, sports seems to be like, oh, hey. Right. Don't, don't yeah, don't not don't drink. advertise Rockstar on there. Um, for example, like I was talking with someone about this the other day. So like, say, sports in general. I used to play football and stuff when I was mm-hmm. younger. Not I basically stopped when I was like thirteen because I just found weed and skateboards. <laughs> but um, nice. not advocating that either, by the way. Um, but <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, 
that you in groups, you know, especially sports groups and stuff, you get people trying to be the alpha and mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. shit. And a lot of the times, hopefully, it's decreased a lot now. But there'll be like homophobic comments, things mm-hmm. like that. But if you so, if you are in that group, but you don't believe all the things that those yeah. people are saying. You can like check in with them. You can be like, "Hey, you know, uh, you yeah. know, I think you said earlier, like, like I know you're trying to be funny, and I, I don't know if you mean it or whatever, but like, you should uh, rein no. it in a bit, because you know, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's, my my brother's gay, or my yeah. cousin's gay, and or I'm gay. You, yeah, I, yeah. I've said that before, just yeah. to shock people. Yeah. I'm not gay, but like, yeah. if someone said something homophobic, I'd be like, I've just said, oh, you know, me and my boyfriend would appreciate that, and they're like, <gasps> yeah, and I'm like, just <laughs> nice. don't be a dick, dude. Like, I think yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's like. It's, it's staying you know it's, it, you can only take I mean I, I mean, I have the view of like you can only take so much sometimes yeah and, and you, you should say something but I mean you but if you completely alienate from yourself from those kind of people straight away like I think going to university has taught me one thing is the fact that like when I first went to university like I was um, a very much like this and I'm still kind of I'm like left wing kind of like you know and then but before I went to university I was like you know I was a, I was a sixth form kid who thought that you know the left wing you know and, you know like you know this is the only way forward and everyone who doesn't believe this it's, is a dick and then i get to university and you realize that actually everyone has a different point of view and with political perspectives it's and not religious and religious it has yeah. is a spectrum like it's a complete spectrum and mm. um you know someone's you know it's only when those views cut impeding how you properly treat people like if you're far right and you you know been you know i mean i we you know i haven't got any friends who are far right because it they really impacts on how they treat people and I just think they yeah. if you if you tell someone if you tell someone um who is sharing right wing ideas mm-hmm. if you just say fuck you I hope you die mm-hmm. you, you don't I'm not your friend I'm yeah. never going to interact with you anymore they're going to just go oh okay and then they're going to hang out with people with probably worse ideas and ethics or yeah. whatever then, then absolutely them. and, it's, and it's, then that's how you get like all these well, hate groups and crazy it's like stuff. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to am I so my ex my ex-girlfriend I was with her for three years and she was she was you know she was you know Tory like she supported that she wasn't like far right wing and I was very obviously left wing but like I loved her her. she was a lovely person and yeah maybe I believe that my social like I I agree more with like how I view things I didn't entirely agree with how she perceived like political kind of opinion but Mm. she doesn't mean like she was necessarily a bad person and coming to university kind of made me realise that because you know like you can't um, like you know, I don't want to. You know, you don't want to lose certain people. You know, because no one's gonna, no one's gonna uniformly, f- you know, disagree with. And how much about how much of our perception and political beliefs were shaped by our upbringing and our parents' beliefs and yeah. our social background, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like it's all a big yeah. muddle. You know what I mean? So what I really, really, really wish that we could just sort of bridge this gap a little bit and just sort of like find common ground with people and talk a bit more because mm-hmm. it just all the time. And it makes people scared to talk. And when people don't talk, things go underground. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like Brexit was a classic example, <laughs> right? It's so boring now. Do I you don't remember when Brexit it. happened? Do you, do, you, do you remember when I was when really upset. I was in? quite emotional. Oh, about I, it, like. I, so I woke up at um, Glass. <laughs> Did you? Just another hockey <laughs> <You're> injury. <right? laughs> yeah. um, I woke up at Glastonbury out of my tent to, f- um, to find like, the result. And then it was really weird this conversation because with uh, all my best friends and we were like we just came out of the tent we were like ah oh, you know what, what the fuck just happened I was like I can't believe this has happened and then they were like no, oh I yeah didn't. I didn't actually vote <laughs> and then one of them was like I voted out and I was like you're a dick 
but it's like I it's got really weird. I, just, about it, like. I got really upset I was in like I was in a bad mood for several hours but like everyone has the entire I regret it now like a little bit because of, I think you know. I probably made like I'm a hypocrite because what I'm saying is like we should instead of just going like a lot of people when that happened were just saying anyone who voted leave um, is a is a racist and yeah, that's, don't yeah, be that's my friend anymore. No, and no, then those no. people. Do you, do you does anyone think that's a good idea? Do, do you think those people that read that that voted leave no, are going to yeah, go? You're gonna oh, that's a shame. I wish I had a time machine. I could go back in time and vote differently. I've yeah. changed my mind now. They've, I've changed my mind. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. I mean, like I mean, like my you know I've, I've you know I've got a few friends who voted leave and they had I guess you know I I don't agree with their view doesn't mean they're they're not at all racist people. Like they, you know, like they just, that's what they believed in or they, they had, you know, that kind of stuff. And I didn't think any of them regret it. Like that's their choice. And I totally support them because that's, you know, that's the whole point of but it. Don't vote, you know. Don't you think like, if we like sort of, if the emotion was taken out of it a little bit, which is mm-hmm. hard, mm-hmm. right. Um, and like we kind of talked about things with people that with different points of view, that there, there might be a middle ground. Obviously everyone's yeah. stubborn, but I mean, it just seems fucking stupid. And Oh, just everything. I I think I'm just cynical now. I think mm-hmm. I just think, oh, well, the world's going to end. <laughs> it's all wrecked. Like, what's the point? I mean, well, I mean, I just don't think care. Anyway, <laughs> you know, like, I'd, I don't know. It has felt like since, like, 2016, I guess. Like, you know, has it has anything really been going that great? But I think I the worst part, the like worst part, nightmare, part like, I get bored of, like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm bored of the Brexit kind of stuff. But I mean, it's an important conversation. I don't really care. I only have. literally revisited it like um, two days ago. I get so, but like, anyway, like, like most people who bring up like the stuff like Trump and stuff like that, like I hate, I hate, I hate, because it's obviously it's very obviously bad, but a lot of people who like, they're just like, they just use but, it now as a pun of a joke. Cause like, Oh, you know, but you're like, oh, yeah, there are people, bad. Like, there are, do something there about is, it. like people who vote Tory over here. There's a lot of people probably, I can't say for sure. In America, <laughs> but like, you know, especially in this country, a lot of people probably voted Tories. Uh, conservatives for the Tories or whatever because they were like scared yeah basically yeah tough times which is ridiculous because if they actually like researched it yeah they're the you know Tories are the, famous for cutting social budgets and all yeah, sorts of things yeah so I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, everyone's entitled to their own belief. Like personally, I, you know, I don't agree. With, I can't, like, for me, especially, I, you know, I, I see people who I don't understand how they ca- could vote that way, but that's their choice and that's their belief to do it. So, because they're told, but I guess it's how they do. You like being safe? Do you like being secure? And then they do, and then they just vote out of fear. And it's the media. It's a whole. Like, just give it. Let's just, let's just bring on the end of the world. Fuck it. I've had enough now. Yeah, no. it's ridiculous. Yes. That's uh, pretty let's cynical. Do it, let's do it. Just, Everyone just dying. It's great. <laughs> All right, let's try and bring it back. Bring from, it back. Let's bring it from like, the edge of like. Yeah. I felt like it was like kind of like, oh god, are we gonna? <laughs> no, it really bugs me. Like especially on social media. Last thing, <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. I swear to God, I'm gonna move on. Yeah, but like, hard. social media, everything's just like ultra everything to the extreme, and there's no like. Well, I kind of see your point, but I don't agree. Like, there's no, there's no middle ground anywhere. It's, it's infuriating. And the end of the world's coming, wherever, we're done. Yeah. My mum just made a comment running. again. Yeah. My mum is the only one commenting on this. Yeah. Brilliant. She just put, naive realism is the biggest obstacle in s- to social harmony. I need, a lot to, of I need to words. process that. Yeah, there's a lot of big words. So, what? Naive? Naive realism is the biggest obstacle. To, yeah, so I think basically what she's saying is, with people, I might be completely wrong, I'm completely embarrassed myself. But um, yeah. what she's trying to, I think basically, is the idea of what I was saying, like, why I can't understand how certain people vote. Uh, Tory is basically like the idea that 
um, they think that that's the realistic, you know, like, you know, I maybe they yeah, think that is the better yeah, thing no, to do. And they, but I think maybe we should it's not, like, though. It's naive. Yeah, it's not. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's, it's, not. It's, it's just not. It's not true. Yeah. Um, and we're not in it together. It, yeah, yeah, you're not in it together. It doesn't benefit you. But they, they think that their realistic thing is that it benefits yeah. them. And that's fair enough. And I shouldn't yeah. mock people for that. But uh, you're wrong. No, but but, but yeah. coincidentally, you're wrong. Everyone's got a right to opinion. <laughs> I might be completely... My mum's probably shaking her head at the screen. like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh, what have I done? I'm so, I'm so disappointed in my son right now. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I mean... Oh, empathy. Empathy. Is the way. I well, I think it's the most important thing to be a human being, don't you think? I think To see other, someone else's point of view. Yeah. yeah. And I think... Well, that's getting really deep, isn't it, really? Why not? I, think, I don't not? know. What else are you going to do? I think, I think that... I think the most important thing that I look, I mean, you meet people and um, when I've met, you know, I've spent now coming on to my sixth year living in Cardiff and I think one of the beautiful things about moving away from where you went to school is you can start choosing who you are friends with and one of the things like people, you, you reinvent yourself, I think. Yeah, you can, you can reinvent yourself and all the cliches of mm. uni life. But actually the, the thing that I learned was that people with empathy like so my best my best friend in the world is Seb and the reason that we, we're different in many ways but the, one of the reasons why I completely love him is he's so empathetic and there for me like he, he, he understands he's like maybe he doesn't understand something that I'm going through but he sits there and he tries his best to be empathetic and I think that fundamentally that makes you a fantastic person yeah and so for him that's why like I'm like right you know I met him and I was like I need you in my life for a long time because you're fucking great yeah. and it's people as well like I would say the same about um, a load of people that I know um did no. you know, um, on that note, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to bitch. I re- I need a research <laughs> to tell me what's right and wrong. But um, the, uh, the, the, tell me if this sounds familiar, but the uh, singer, one of the singers from uh, Pussy Riot is going out with like a really right wing. Oh, really? Uh, I, I was hoping you knew more about this. that. No, no, I haven't heard that. Let this. me just Google it quick. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so... Obviously, Pussy Riot. Riot, to be honest, either, so no. I know the main, you know, I know the headlines. Yeah. Um, you know, Pussy Riot, uh, oh, Russian, <laughs> sorry, Jake's mum for the language, but uh, that's the band name, unfortunately. Uh, here we go. My mum clarified, the belief that your view of the world is the correct one, and anyone else who de- disagrees with you is not just wrong, but in- <laughs> but inferior to you is naive realism. And I think it's because causes a lot of our problems. It's essentially what we just went, so, stories are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> I was half joking. I was sort of eighty-five yeah, percent joking. I really think we would be in a better place if yeah. we didn't have the Tories in power, because they just have. And actually, I completely agree with my mum there. Like, actually, it's, it's, I might be wrong, so yeah. I guess like that's no, a happy I, medium. I think, it, I think it's. I think it's true. Like. Everyone, everyone goes through different things, and we are completely socialised in different ways. Yeah, some people might be socialised similarly to one another. So we, we, you can't blanket an entire. View I'll talk to people and like kind of talk it out, but yeah. like every time it came, when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. my limited knowledge of it all as well mm-hmm. you know they've taken me- like yeah. the police service a friend of mine's doing a PhD on like uh, community policing that's cool oh shit I'm sorry look at you um <laughs> go on nah it's actually, yeah. um a friend of mine's doing um, a PhD on community policing and like uh, the Tories have literally cut the number and it was like embarrassing like they she literally was talking about uh, you know, Theresa May was a home secretary. Uh, is it the home secretary that looks after policing? She it was her job anyway, and she was like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna sort it out and wherever." Mm. Then she became prime minister, and like police numbers have just dropped drastically. Violent crimes on the rise, mm. and everyone's like, uh, "Yeah, so what happened to um, 
you know, yeah, safe and, then and then secure and all this and stuff. And then, oh, it's only like, oh, well, we could put some, we could just get G4S to do the oh, other side of that, it. That is... That is like a red line. I don't know how the hell you can like privatize I mean, can get, I, I can get, I can get into my angry leftist ah. kind of thing, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, just, I, just, hate I don't know how it could be legal. What? Yeah, it's, I, it's a public I know, uh, I mean, service. Anyway, you we go. Look into who, um, who has a big shareholder. It's the uh, uh, husband, it. right? I'm not saying it's anything. not a secret. Like no, no. But uh, is that a coincidence? I don't know. This is turning into a conspiracy theory now. It's like, like Theresa May is a lizard woman. Nah, she's just not Check very. She's not very good at her job, and no. uh, it's it's easy to take pop shots at someone. True, but uh, when she's you know, she's very you know, again. Like I, I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm doing to be honest. Like, but mm, I would listen to experts. For yeah, sure. no, I think that's the main thing. Well, I mean, like it's when like a Jeremy big Hunt thing, with the uh, NHS. Well, the, I spoke to the so big many one, the big one is like so. My mom's a teacher, a really good. You know, she, no, she was a teacher in a Shisenko, and one of the big things is as well you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, wait, my wife's a teacher too. Oh, awesome. Hmm. She can. I get my mum to come on the podcast and get she uh, for sure the teaching podcast. Oh, she, if she's a senko as well, man. Yeah, be, yeah. My, well, yeah. My mum's just finishing off her masters at the moment. She's talking a lot. I think she's doing a lot about. Um, is that to do with the senko? Yeah, yeah. So she's. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's doing a lot about. Um, so she is a senko, but she's also doing a masters and. Uh, I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh, child's. I think child psychology, but she's doing a lot about um, Romani tra- uh, traveler children and stuff yeah. like that. It's really interesting. No, dude, that's um, that's a good. Um, but I mean, the big thing I remember talking, having discussions about her with her and. Just, you know, Michael Gove and when he was in charge of the, you know, the education minister. It's a, jo- it's almost like a parody. Yeah. And it, and it, and it's, and it, what he, he literally like, we had, so we had a friend who's, was, had, was working in the office of national statistics and like, it would be like, like that she'd avidly say that Michael Gove would not listen to the statistics. That they were saying, and he gets paid like, and I forget and about it. This. Yeah, he and gets it's paid like sixty thousand, something ridiculous. He's such a human ball bag, isn't he? Really, <laughs> Ian Duncan Smith or Evil Duncan Smith. <laughs> We've somehow got back onto politics. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm, what? I'm just going off statistics. Do you know how many people died? I, I wish Jack was about because uh, Jack had all the figures and stuff because mm. he was doing it with his research. But, uh, well, loosely to do with his research. But literally, loads of people died. You know when they were like, um, they reevaluated the. Uh, yeah, I think I think pulling it back and sounding reasonable at this point is just not going to happen. Yeah, just, like, just, let's just go straight headfirst into it. Let's do, do it. you know what? I've got I've got a Martha poster as well. Yeah. Um, you know, um, never trust the Tory or whatever. Yeah. I was going to put in the window. I was like, nah, it's probably not. Probably need probably needs to be a bit level. But all I'm saying is, off the statistics, <laughs> um, loads of people died basically yeah. when they reevaluated the testing system for yeah, like carers allowances and stuff. And I was a carer for a while. Yeah. How many how many Tories in cabinet positions do you think actually? had a position where they cared about someone professionally like paid to look after someone yeah. that would probably yeah that'd be shit half your fund is gonna get cut now because uh yeah shit All that's right. my view not his anyway moving on <laughs> right sorry no 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 we, no i'm actually no, 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 no. yeah let him look at foxes give him yeah, his money no no please give me the money yeah nothing to do with jake that was all me um the ah uh, sorry <laughs> i t- we i told you as well i wasn't gonna get um like this but unfortunately he has right pussy riot a russian band uh they were imprisoned uh for basically criticizing putin yeah putin yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you, yeah. you know no, the, know that much yeah pretty left right yeah, yeah. pretty liberal well yeah, yeah um uh da, 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 da. how maria ala kohina and dimitri Anto fell in love this is an article i'm just uh whatever Alakina and Dimitri Enchu couldn't seem more different. She's a committed feminist activist. He, the leader of a far-right activist movement. She reveals how they got together. 
If they can do it. That, I mean, if they can do it. Oh, it gives me hope. <laughs> we can talk to people with different views, right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> That's the weirdest we, but, story I've heard of for ages. Yeah. But I mean, they, you know, they must have amazing arguments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to skim and I can't, I can't do that. It's too... That's a weird... Full story. on. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we should probably wrap up. Yeah. You should probably, uh, you probably need to send some emails and try and find some new funding. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm currently just, uh, just having to, uh, yeah, I've really got anything. I'm trying to think of what I'm doing. Uh, I, need to do. I need to sort out. I'm going to Norway in January. That's yeah. going to be fun. going to go talk about some Nordic Expensive. Sheep. Well, no, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to watch people talk about Nordic sheep. No, £77 return. Pretty good. No, I mean like everything there. Oh, yeah, no, totally. It's like £77 pound yeah, for a loaf of bread. Some whale blubber. Yeah, and back, that's not vegan. That's oh, <laughs> so a minefield, <laughs> right? A minefield of whale blubber. Um, yeah. So there we go. Sorry if we got a little bit, uh, a little bit off track there. And uh, basically, yeah. If we could all, even uh, my main point was basically, if we could all just sort of bring it in, if we got and talk to people, engage with people with different points of view, we'll probably get a lot more done. And uh, I was kind of joking. I do respect everyone's sort of. You know, I've got my political leanings and what I think is cool and whatever, and everyone else has got their uh, their own right to do that. So I was only I was only half joking when I was telling people <laughs> telling people that they're wrong. But coincidentally, yeah, <laughs> just extra tiger. <laughs> no, I'm not that bold. You know, like, everyone can do what they want, but we should all tone Absolutely. it down a little bit and just uh, talk about it. So um, yeah, uh, this so obviously this is a Facebook live video. Um, this will probably be going live on YouTube and all the uh, places where podcasts go up. Um, yeah, so, you know, like, follow, subscribe. Please don't send too much hate mail. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to get some comments about the vegan thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you who would be good, who I've been trying to get on, but I think he's pretty busy and I don't know if he will make it, is Charlie, because Charlie, Char- DIY card of Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Charlie's a big uh, proponent of um, yeah. veganism. It makes for really good vegan food as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's actually doing like a an MSc, I think, in some sustainability thing, uh, which will be really, really yeah. interesting. So uh, cool. And I've got to find something else to drink other than soy milk because I thought yeah. that was I thought I was doing a good thing, but obviously you not. Just killed an orangutan with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm really? Kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's uh, palm oil, right? Yeah. Not soya. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no, seriously, it's soya like. It's, I, I, oh, I, <laughs> no, I just winding you up. Um, no, but is it bad for... In... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Right, the end of the world's coming. I don't care. We're all going to die anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Drink your oat milk instead. <sighs> right. All right. Nice one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> is it... <laughs>